Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, loves. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is, uh, yeah, it's Thursday already, believe it or not. And, uh, you know, typical typical August night last night in uh, Buffalo is a 60-some degrees outside. Feels more like uh, September or October than it does August, but it's felt that way for quite some time. Anyway... Man, we don't have hurricanes. No, but we do have blizzards where people freeze to death in their cars. So, you know, you got that too. Anyway, uh, we have a lot of things we're going to get into this uh, this afternoon. And uh, one of the things is kind of a uh, continuation of what we ended with yesterday that got a lot of interest, a real lot of interest. And basically what it is is um, I have a theory which may or may not be correct. You either love country music or you hate country music. There doesn't seem to be much ground in the middle, although I probably do occupy middle ground on country music because it depends on the stuff with which I am familiar that I like uh, versus the stuff with which I am not familiar. And uh, there's a lot of things that go into what kind of music you like. But I mean, nationwide, country is king. Country, at least among talk radio audiences, right? Country is king. And I am going to take advantage of uh, Josh Schmidt while we have the services of Josh Schmidt because he is going to serve as my resident in-house country music expert because that is, uh, that's his jam, baby. So country music, love it or hate it. And when name three country acts that you really like. And if I've never heard of them, don't worry about it because Josh has. It's what Josh listens to. Um, I explained this yesterday. I'm a classic rock kind of guy, okay? Um, I grew up, you know, musically in the 60s and the 70s. I didn't appreciate the 80s until much later. Never quite got into the 90s with some exceptions. And then after that is kind of like a hit and miss uh, drib drab of stuff that I like or I don't like. But, you know, basically, if you were to look through my uh, my iPod that I never updated the software that no longer works. Um, if uh, you were to look through uh, what I have, you would see a lot of uh, Boston, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, um, Sugarloaf. Remember Sugarloaf? Don't call us, we'll call you. And uh, Green Eyed Lady. Oh, baby, good stuff. Don't call us, don't call you. Great song. Great, phenomenal song. Heard it yesterday on one of the satellite stations, and I had to crank it. Uh, Zeppelin. Give me Zeppelin, okay? And uh, Steely Dan, obviously. That goes without saying. Um, but, you know, that's that's just uh, that's what I listen to. You know, I, I like classic rock, uh, bordering sometimes on yacht rock. I mean, even songs like uh, Summer Breeze. When I see my buddies in uh, Back to the Bars doing Summer Breeze, I'm like, wow, you know what? When I was a teenager, I didn't really appreciate this song for what it was, but now that I'm hearing it as an adult, I really appreciate the subtleties and the nuances of the, uh, of the music, okay? So uh, country music, do you love it or do you hate it? 
or would you say you're somewhere in the middle? I think most people, I'd say 40% of the people love it, 40% of the people hate it, and then 20% of the people, maybe like me, are kind of on middle ground with country music. I'm going to give you the phone number, then I'm going to give you a little bit more background on WBEN. All right, Um, 803-0930 is the phone number. That's 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Before I go any further, speaking of uh, classic rock, um, had a chance last night to see uh, a set, well, almost a set of uh, a classic rock band, Midlife Crisis, and they sounded absolutely great. And any lead singer who wears compression socks on stage, I've got to respect that. I don't know whether that's part of the act or whether he needs compression socks because of uh, leg edema, but... The vocalist, I know his name and it's escaping me, um, was absolutely tremendous. And uh, they started doing some Zeppelin songs toward the end of their set. And naturally, I made them do Cashmere. They were they were paid a small amount for each for their uh, uh, contributions to Cashmere, which is probably my favorite Zeppelin song, if you must know. Uh, but anyway, where was I? Ah, yes, country music. Um, my background with country music, I, I got into this yesterday, is uh, we had a local country band. And it's kind of funny because before, like, I can only think of a couple of country acts right now that are kicking around Western New York that I've heard anything good about. And that doesn't mean if you have a band that I haven't heard of that you suck, it just means I haven't heard anything about it. But um, way back when, in the 70s and early 80s, there was a pretty lively country music scene here in Western New York. There was Stone Country, um, there was, uh, well, my brother's old band, Kenny Gunn and the Pistols. Stupid sounding name. I will never forget when my brother told me, hey, Tom, I'm going to be the new guitar player for Kenny Gunn and the Pistols. I was almost embarrassed. I was almost embarrassed. And then uh, my parents and I used to go out and see Kenny Gunn and the Pistols every chance we got. And uh, their big hit which was on the old uh, WPHD, WYSL, Best of Buffalo, was uh, The Drunker I Get, The Better They Look. Another lesser-known song, which didn't make the album, was called Crabs, and it was not about seafood. I should point that out. Um, 803, clearly it was about, well, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. So the stuff they used to play... Um, it, it really varied. They would do some old Hank Williams stuff, which was cool. They did uh, Dave Dudley, Six Days on the Road. I remember that. They did Commander Cody, Too Much Fun. Um, and they did a whole Eagles medley later on in their career. Uh, and sometimes they threw in some rock and roll. Uh, they would sing uh, Sunspot Baby. In fact, if any of you are patients of Dr. Bob Olds, he was the bass player uh, in the latter days of Kenny Gunn and the Pistols. The late Norm McKenzie was the original bass player that I know of, and uh, Dr. Bob Olds was the bass player, and he just did a magnificent uh, vocal rendition of Sunspot Baby. And for reasons I shall never understand, he called me Young Nubian. Not even sure what that means, but uh, some things you don't forget from your uh, childhood. So anyway, um, you know, I I had experience with country music that was big uh, before, let's say, 1982, including Eddie Rabbit, people like that. And I really, honest to goodness, when we first started going out, we didn't know any of the songs. But then... 
the song started to grow on me as a teenage boy. They started to grow on my parents as 50-somethings or whatever they were. And um, it was, I'll tell you, there were a lot of great times, and they were an absolutely phenomenal band. But what happened, believe it or not, in the early 1980s, the market for live country music in western New York basically died out. There was a place on Niagara Falls Boulevard called Nashville North, um, and it was uh, basically, it was a rather large uh, country bar, and it survived for a few years, but then went under. And basically, the gigs started drying up. And if you're a uh, musician, obviously, you need gigs, you need money. And uh, if there's no place to play, you're not going to get any money. I often, I didn't say Eddie money, I said any money. Um, Eddie money, totally different style of uh, music, as a matter of fact. But anyway... Um, I, like I, I am fond like country music. I, I mentioned the other day, yesterday, that uh, I was at the Buffalo Dental Group uh, last week, and they had the country TV station on, and it didn't bother me in the least. I liked it. It's easy to listen to. Um, strangest thing was uh, I won't get into the Garth Brooks thing again. Josh knows already what I'm thinking. But anyway, um, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Josh Schmidt, uh, whom we are losing to our sports station down the hall, treasonous bastard, um, Josh is going to be our um, country music expert of the day. Uh, Josh, are you ready to uh, proceed here, sir? Uh, yes, I am. I have a bunch of songs queued up. I can bounce around the genres a little bit here in the decades, and uh, you know, hopefully, I can provide some some good country music takes. Well, dude, I've I've listened to you descant on country music. You know your stuff, and that's why I'm relying on you. So, go, why don't you go ahead and do your thing, bro? Why don't you uh, Why don't you sample some of what we're talking about when we say country music, and tell us whether it's pop country, crossover country, whether it's old school country. Uh, just you know, give us like country music 101, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I, like I said yesterday, I like the nineties and the early, like the late nineties, early two thousands. So one song I'll play here is uh, Kenny Chesney. A lot of people know this one when the sun goes down. Uh, this is kind of, you know, more beach country. It's not really pop. It's not really a traditional country song, but it's like that, like, you know, you'd be listening to it on your way to Mexico kind of, kind of feeling. Kind of like a Jimmy Buffett thing, I guess. Tickling the sand, cold drink, chilling in my right hand. Watching you sleep in the evening light. Resting up for a long, long night was when the sun goes down. We'll be grooving. All right, so you're calling this what kind of country? This is like beach country. This is like, you know, Kenny Chesney started out, he was very country in his first album or two. Um, he actually played at the Langford Tractor Pull, which is uh, in my hometown, when he was, you know, just starting out, which is kind of cool. Um, but, you know, he started out real traditional country, but then he kind of shifted over to the beachy, tropical stuff. And he's he's stuck in there. He's very much like a Jimmy Buffett-esque artist. And I, I like that kind of music, too. It's a it's a good genre. Um, but we'll, we'll move over to what something. Would you what, what would yeah. you call Jimmy Buffett? Is, would you call Jimmy Buffett pop? Would you call him country? What would you call him? I don't really know. I think he's kind of a genre of his own. Um, yeah. Because he's not, he's not poppy, but he's not 
like country either. I think it's just kind of his own thing. I, see, I, I I have to dispute that because when I listen to Jimmy Buffett's "Come Monday," are you familiar with that song? Oh, I love that song. That's a top okay, five. Okay, tell, tell me that's not a country song. That's no, a country it, song. See, but that's the thing. Like, there's songs of his that you could say are country. There's songs of his you could say are pop. But you can also say, you know, it's just kind of his own thing. Like, um, okay, I don't know. David David Loggins, please come to Boston. Tell me that's not a country song. Yeah, you know, no, you know I, the tune, right? Yeah, kinda. I, I, I've heard of it. Please but come to LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I just, it's hard because, like, I feel like there's artists out there that have done, you know, country sounding songs, but they're not country artists. You know what I mean? Like, there's, a, there's a newer okay. artist named L, L King, I believe her name is, and she started out as a pop artist, and then all of a sudden she did one song with Miranda Lambert, who is a great country artist, and. Then she's got like three or four songs on country radio, and I, I just don't understand it. They're not necessarily bad, but they're just not really traditional. I don't have them queued up because they're not really my taste. But okay, well we'll we'll get we'll get to those uh, in a moment. But I yes I mentioned yesterday that uh, I don't think country music in America, and I could be wrong on this. I don't know that it would be where it is today without the Eagles. And I was thinking about Eagles songs overnight. Like what Eagles song? Uh, Take it easy. Is a country yep, song. Yep. Tequila Sunrise is a country song. You want to disagree with that one? No, I, I don't disagree at all. Desperado as well. Um, as I'm looking through their lineup of songs uh, here, it's... De- de- yes, Desperado, and they also did a song called uh, Saturday Night. Whatever happened to Saturday Night? That is, I mean, if if Saturday Night is not a country song, I don't know what is. But the Eagles, um, I think, I think without the Eagles, country music is not what it is today. And granted, if I mention the Eagles, I need to mention Poco. I also need to mention Buffalo Springfield, although no, none of the members of Buffalo Springfield appeared with the Eagles on any regular basis. Maybe they sat in from time to time on a song or two. I don't know. But um, uh, very, very interesting. And actually, you know, speaking of uh, – uh, of those groups, uh, there's another group, the Hollies, and Graham Nash was a member of the Hollies. He was also a member of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And back in the early 1980s, the Crosby, Stills, and Nash album featured a song called Wasted on the Way, which actually made the country charts. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, as in Woodstock, Sweet Judy, Blue Eyes, Carry On, they made the country charts with Wasted on the Way. Let me ask you about this song. It's a certain song by Jackson Brown. Oh. Oh man. Jeez. You're asking me to define this. By the way, hello to the guys in 33, uh Route 33. Saw them the other night at uh, Devolio's. Um I see to me like this could be considered country. Well, I mean, there there was this whole um, California scene in the 1960s, as uh, you may be aware, or maybe not aware, and all the, it was like almost incestuous. All of these people knew each other, and they rubbed off on each other, probably physically and literally, uh, and and metaphorically. Uh, but uh, we're we're going to take calls from listeners, Josh, and I'm bringing you in on this. Is country music king in your house? Or do you think country music sucks? Like, if you're at a friend's house and they're listening to country music and you're freeloading in their pool, um, do you say, hey, could we put on something else, please? Or do you say, hey, crank it up? 
and what is country music? And Jackson Brown, Running on Empty, absolutely is a country song. Lawyers in Love from 82, 83, that was a rock song. You could make the argument that Dr. My Eyes is also a country song. I hope my brother weighs in on this as if he's not busy enough because he's the, uh, he's the musical expert. Um, I'll get back to playing guitar once I can feel my fingertips on my left hand again, which I'm unable to do at present. Um, coming up on, well, neck fusion surgery. It takes like 18 months. Anyway, so it is uh, 2.36 and News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Bowerly along with special guest host Josh Schmidt. Uh, country music, is it king in your house or do you think country music sucks? And what is and is not country music? And you get these guys and ladies doing songs that are not country acts, but they cross over. And again, I mean, Wasted on the Way is only one Crosby, Stills, and Nash song that you could call country. Helplessly Hoping, you could also consider that a country song. What makes a country song a country song? I'm just asking, and I don't drive a pickup truck, and I... I love pickup trucks, especially Frank and Hollins. He's got a he's got a man's truck. I have a girl's car. Um, well, it's turbo. It doesn't matter. Eight oh three. And by the way, to the Chevy that tried drag racing me yesterday on Maple Road. Seriously, what were you thinking? I mean, come on. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Star nine thirty on the cell phone. And one eight hundred six one six W B E N. I shall decline to state whether I accepted the challenge. I will simply state that when I looked in my rearview mirror, I could no longer see the Chevy. Um, anyway, it's uh, Bowerly on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. I'm about twelve years old. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply This is Crosby, Stills, and Nash from the early 80s. I am older now. I have more than what I wanted. But I wish that I had started long before now, I did. Here we go. Tell me this isn't country. And there's so much time to make up everywhere you turn. Time we have wasted on All right, Josh Schmidt, my resident country expert. Country or not country? I could I could see it being considered country. I, I think okay. it's, I think I, I don't know if it's fully there, but I think it's definitely closer than other things. All right, well let, let's take some phone calls because we've had a lot of people calling in and uh, keeping them on hold too long. They hang up. So eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty one eight hundred six one six W B E N is country king in your house? Do you love country? Do you hate country? Or are you one of the I would say twenty percent of people, including myself? You know, I can take it or leave it, but if at the dentist's office, they've got the country music TV station on. I don't mind at all. I get into it. I like it. 
Uh, Joe in uh, East Aurora. What the hell is going on with the computer? Uh, well, Joe in East Aurora, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hey, great, great show, Tom. Uh, bring, well, me back I w- bring me back Joe- memories of my my childhood. Well, okay. Joe, I I thrive on mediocrity. That's all I can promise on a daily basis. Yeah. I think I've made that abundantly clear. I'm going. I'm going. I like the country, but I like the older stuff. Okay. Uh, so so back in the '70s, my dad picks up this old motorhome, and he worked at the plant. So he got a big vacation. We headed across country. All right. In this motorhome was this big briefcase full of eight-track tapes. And a lot, of, most of them were country. Some of them were like uh, the Guess Who, and but a lot of them were like uh, um, Conway Twitty, Johnny Cash, stuff like that. Because you're driving across country back then, you couldn't pick up any radio stations. A lot of places in Kansas and places like that. So that's what I started listening to, and uh, my dad liked it, and I, I got the kind of like, I don't know, got the taste for it. But I always liked the Southern rock too. And then, oh, uh, that, that, you know, Joe, forgive my interruption, but that is such an important point you bring up, the Southern Rock. And, like, Commander Cody, for example, and his Lost Planet Airmen, Southern Rock, Southern yep. Boogie. I don't know how you define Commander Cody. How do you define too much fun? Yeah, they used to have Molly Hatchet, 38 Special, Leonard Skinner, yep. a, lot of them, uh, a lot of them bands like that. They used to have this joint in, uh, in Elma. It was like... Like a biker bar, but they always had country bands in there, and they would. Bell Star? Uh, you talking about the Bell Star? No, it was it was called the Long Branch. Bell Star was in Colden. Oh, Colden, yep, yep, okay. The Long Branch was on Maple, and uh, uh, it was actually back in probably the '80s when it was early '80s when it was hopping. And uh, I remember going to Florida in the early '80s. We're going through Georgia, and we we stop at a gas station. See all these pretty girls, all kinds of people, like they're having a, you know getting ready to go to the Super Bowl. I said, what's going on? Hank Jr., Hank Williams Jr. concert in outside Atlanta in the early 80s. I mean, this guy was, like, drawing, like, big crowds. We didn't go, but but uh, uh, he was he was big then. Uh, late 80s, I say middle 80s, the big what, – what took off country was this band called Alabama. They were, like, before our Garth Brooks, but I saw them in concerts a couple times, and they would, like, sell out the place. They'd sell out, they'd sell out the odd the one time. Uh, I mean, they were they were big time, but uh, yeah, it brings back memories. But this a lot of this new country, I, I don't know, more sounds like pop to me, you know. Mm, uh, Josh Schmidt, uh, he says the new country sounds more like pop. Would you allow yourself to retort, Josh? I I don't know. It, it's I, I like that all that old stuff that you were just talking about. So like, I don't really know if I can say. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, it's because I'm looking through all these artists right now too, and it's like, I, I look at them and I, I wonder how they sounded back in the day with some of the guys like from the '80s and '90s, and it's like back then, did people think like, oh, was this pop or was this country? You know, like that's yeah. where it's like it's perspective of like the time period and everything like that. Like me looking back to Tracy Bird with Watermelon Crawl, like that's that's country to me. But like, what if back then people didn't think that was country? You know what I mean? Joe, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, he's got a point. You know, the thing is, is some of them, some of them, you know, they they sound like the older stuff. They tell a story, but some of them, I, I don't know. Like, I, I can't put Taylor Swift in the category of playing country music or somebody like that. You know, I, 
I, I'm sure she's, you know, she is good and everything. But uh, uh, yeah, I she's only sold out like 80 days in a row in Toronto. Yeah. Come on. I, I'm not knocking her. I mean, you know, the thing is, everybody likes different things. But I, I always, I, I mean, I'll go with the country, then I'll then I'll crank up a little hard rock. You know, like I always like Ted Nugent stuff like that too. You know, but. Uh, huh. Uh, I don't know. I guess. Well, you got you've got a, a pretty a club. I mean, you can listen to Conway Twitty's "Linda on My Mind," and you can listen to Skinner's "Simple Man," which is obviously a country song, and "Give Me Three Steps," which is obviously a rock and roll song, and be yeah, comfortable yeah. with any one of them. Uh, yeah, and back in the seventies, mid seventies, we went through Colorado. John Denver was like he was the king of the world out there. You know, he was big, and he was good. I, I mean, that that's kind of like country but he's, he tells a story great singer you know um well yeah i mean take me home country roads is one of the defining songs of the 1970s and uh, uh just a little history note i was supposed to do a quick interview with john denver and he ended up staying out with me like pretty much the entire show when i worked in tampa same thing with frank zappa it was supposed to be a quick hit and he we just hit it off so well he just stayed on with me it was kind of cool I don't think there are any recordings of either of those interviews, but I guess that was a name drop alert. Um, Joe, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, great show, man. No, I appreciate it. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number. Country music is country music king, uh, or are you just not a country fan? And I think country music in general is king. There is a certain percentage of people who don't like it. There are people who claim they don't like it, but then they mysteriously know every single word to every single Garth Brooks song, which I'm still trying to figure that one out. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm at a loss. have uh, theories on that, but uh, I'm at a loss. 803-0930, star 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, old country, new country, and by, by the way, let me just mention this too. He mentioned Johnny Cash, Josh. Crossover can, bo- can go both ways, giggity. Um, Johnny Cash, are you familiar with the Johnny Cash version of Hurt by yes. Nine Inch Nails? Yep, I like that version oh. much better than the original. I do. Oh, I do too. That is, it was basically Johnny Cash's farewell to the world. And it is one of the most poignant, emotional videos you are ever going to see in your entire lifetime. If you've never seen it, Google Johnny Cash Hurt, H-U-R-T. It is um, it, it is beyond amazing. Uh, the only thing is, if you are depressed or suicidal, I do not recommend you watch that video. Because you're going to cry. It's just going to bring you down. Josh? Yeah, no, I mean, he, like I said, like that song itself is just already a pretty sad and down song. But the way he sang it and it oh. just, like you said, it was kind of his farewell. And it, it it really, you know, when you watch the video, you can really tell that too. And it's just, when I when I think of Johnny Cash, I obviously think of, you know, like Folsom Prison Blues right. and all that stuff. But but Hurt is up there just because it, he did such a good job at pulling out the emotion in that song. And his producer on that uh, on that video had to talk him into doing it. He didn't want to do it at first. And he, he said, no, Johnny, you got to do this. So uh, country music and you. Are you a country fan or not a country fan? Somewhere in the middle. And again, the crossover thing can, can go both ways. Johnny Cash, an icon, an American icon, in particular in country music, but... Um, Johnny Cash, I think Laurie Githens once said this a long time ago, Johnny Cash will always be cool.
the man in black. And his version of Hurt by uh, Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails is better than the original. And that does not always happen. Um, well, sometimes it does. Art in uh, Williamsville, you're on WBN. You and country music, do you get along or not? Uh, not not at the moment. What, when <laughs> I was in my 20s and 30s, um, I, I hated it. I would not listen to it. And then I met a woman who was into it. And that was around the time that Carrie Underwood and Eric Church and Jason Aldean kind of just kind of started. And I, and I did like them, and I still do. But the recent country music, in fact, I was just listening to some yesterday, and it's like the other caller said, it sounds like pop. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, even the, the, the musicians sound very, very similar to each other. And I just, I'm just not into it anymore. But, um, well, are you, wait, are you still with the woman who got you into country music? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Okay, do you think that that might have some connection with why you don't like to listen to it? Maybe it ended on a bad note? Well, it did end on a bad note, but um, I'm just I, saying you know, I would I, I, I would still see Eric Church or Jason Aldean, and I, and I have in the in the past few years. I am I am not a Garth Brooks fan. I I didn't go to the last concert he had. I went to the one before that, and I, you know I I spent a lot of money on those tickets. And I what I hated most is how he had his audience singing most of the songs, which which that's fine, but I didn't pay to hear them sing. I paid to hear him sing, and oh, that just really turned me off to him. Dude, you are so right. Um, you know, there's this great video online, not to get off topic, and I want Josh's input on this, of course, but I've referred to it uh, before. Uh, Pink Floyd's 2006 farewell concert with all the original guys, except Sid Barrett, of course, um, and they show these shots of the audience and there's a couple of shots of this guy singing in his lady's ear and the look on the lady's face is would you please shut up i want to hear gilmore sing i don't want to hear you sing you dork exactly and that's how i felt about the garth brooks concert it's just i just ridiculous i don't know if that was if this last concert was the same but i'm sure it was and that's cool uh. everybody knows his songs but again I, i'm not spending 100 200 300 bucks to hear the audience sing, I just really, I'm not. And so, oh, my God, I love this. I love this because that's kind of one of my pet peeves as well, in all seriousness. If you're going to sing, do it very, very silently to yourself. Josh, um, Garth Brooks, where are you, Josh Schmidt, my Garth resident Brooks country music expert? Garth Brooks is top five for me. I mean, he really? is so good. I love all of his music. I mean, I, 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 the only thing that stinks is he's not on all the major streaming platforms because I could play some of his songs right now. Um, but I would have loved to see him in concert the last time he came here. Why didn't you tell me that? I uh, well, you, tickets. you know, but anyway, uh, no, I personally, I'm okay with the whole singing thing. As long as it doesn't take up the whole show, if it's a song or two, like I could see friends in low places. Like that's a song that the crowd should get into, but like and, every and song is a little aggressive. <laughs> and they did get into that song. You're right. And maybe I'm exaggerating. But it, it, it was more. It was definitely more than two songs. I can tell you that. And no, it, it just, well, it, just, it turned me off. You know, I'll tell you the other thing. And again, I don't know how everybody else feels about this, but uh, somebody I know went to the uh, Bobby Brown show, and there was this woman standing up the entire time with an iPad recording the whole thing. And whenever I see somebody recording an entire concert on their on their phone uh, or whatever device they have, I think to myself. Why not just stay home and watch videos? You're not enjoying the concert experience. What are you, a videographer? 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, I'll, I'll get a snippet. I'll get a snippet of songs I really like. Thirty seconds, and then I'm done. Then I want to enjoy it. I, I hear you, and, and just on, I'm not to harp on Garth Brooks, but I, you know, I went to go see Cheap Trick recently, and um, who else did I just see? Anyway, they you know they had a lot of songs that people could sing along to, but they they didn't do that. They they played their music, and everybody enjoyed it. And it, that was much that was much more enjoyable to me. Just to hear the band that I want I want to see play their music and and just rock out to it, or or even if it's country like Eric Church. I, I saw Eric Church what a year and a half ago, and he he puts on a phenomenal show. He he's just he, he I think he's a great art, artist. He's kind of country rock, but still, yep. nonetheless, he's just a, a great artist. Uh, Josh, let's get you in here on the other side of the glass. You want to have uh, talk to uh, our caller here? I just, what's the whole thing with George Jones? I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's <laughs> probably his degeneracy. I mean, he was one of the original bad boys of country music. Was I just, he not? I don't know. I can't, I can't get into it. I don't know why. Maybe I'm not listening to the right songs, or I, I don't know. I, I would agree with him that I'm not, I'm not an old country fan. I, there, Johnny Cash obviously is an exception because there's other songs that aren't necessarily country that he does that that are just really good. There was one song that they. Uh, they they put in uh, uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, and it's at the end of the movie. And I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's like so fitting. It's you know showing all these zombies and stuff, and then they play his song. About, it's like about, about the end times, uh, about the about about the devil. I can't, I can't remember the name of the song, but it just fits so perfectly. And I really I respect Johnny Cash. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate the uh, phone call. Yeah, George No Show Jones. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, country music, is it king in your house, or do you think country music sucks? Uh, we haven't heard from anybody who does not like country music, by the way. Um, but it's interesting because country music, it just spans. It's like rock and roll. I mean, there's a huge difference between Bill Haley and his Comets, Chuck Berry, Dion and the Belmonts, and The Clash. I mean, you know, it's it's one genre of music, but there are so many subgenres. And the same thing is uh, true in, uh, in country. Uh, talking about country music, is country king in your house or are you just not into country? And uh, Josh, I say we go to, by the way, where are my women? Do you mean to tell me that uh, this is going to be a sausage fest today? I certainly hope not. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, here is Mark in uh, Tonawanda. Mark, you are on. Hello. Good morning, John. Or good afternoon, gentlemen. Yes. Here's where maybe, I want your opinion. I don't really have much of a comment. Rockabilly, where country and rock and roll kind of meet. The old rockabilly and the neo-rockabilly of the 70s and 80s. What do you think about that stuff? Okay, this to give us an example, Would you are you talking about something like uh, uh, Brian Setzer and the Stray Cats rock this town? Something like that, yeah. Oh, that's, you know what? I have a hard time saying that that is not a heavily country-influenced song. Rock this town tonight. Um, well, actually, it's rock this town. Josh, uh, you know, I'm sure you know the song. Uh, have you an opinion on whether that's country or whether it's more rock and roll? I think it's influenced rock and roll, but it's it's more on the countryside. I think it's like if you were to look at it like 100% kind of thing, I think it'd be like 65% country and then 35% like rock and roll. Because like I'm looking at like a rockabilly playlist here. Right. And I mean, it's got Chuck Berry, Leonard Skinner, uh, Commander Cody, 
Elvis Presley. Like, there's just a huge array of people on here. But all of these songs that I'm looking at are what I would consider country music. It's just it's a it's like there's all these subsets of country where it's like yes. you have Nashville country, you have Texas country, you have Southern rock, you have rockabilly. Like, there's all these different subgenres of country music that I think that. It's so hard to like narrow in on certain things, but this is definitely one of those where it's like, yeah, this is this is a, it's taken from a different kind of music in some parts, but it's mostly country. Um, I think that's a very fitting analysis. What does our caller say? I don't disagree. I would I would say if we we're going to put a percentage, that's about thirty percent country, seventy percent rock and roll. But that's up for um, you know song to song. There's a million songs out there, and. Uh, one of the things I like is they can take an old an old country and western standard and make it sound like rock and roll with nothing but a lead guitar, a simple set of snare drums, and a stand-up bass. And they can make it sound like, like rock and roll. It was uh, really adopted by the punk crowd back in the 70s and 80s. You'd go mm. into a punk, a punk club and they'd be playing rockabilly music. So, you know, um, that, that's a really interesting observation. And, you know, again, just using Brian Setzer and the Stray Cats as an exemplar, I, I'd have a hard time making a counter argument to that because I think you're, you're onto something. Brian Setzer, um, a phenomenal guitar player who also did a big band CD or two. Well, he's done a ton of big band stuff. And, you know, back around 77, 78, he went back two decades and, and, uh, kind of went into the neo rockabilly he got out of that and he went back four decades into the uh big band stuff you know and he's made a huge career out of it yeah and, uh, brian setzer is freaking amazing i i don't mind saying it um thank you so much for the call brother i appreciate that um thank you we're talking about uh country music and you're getting two for the price of one today. Uh, Josh Schmidt ordinarily is our behind-the-glass producer, but today he's our resident in-studio country music expert because country is his jam. Now, here's the deal. This is a bad time to call in because you're just going to be on hold for like 10 minutes. So when Tom Puckett slides into com uh, commercials at uh, 3.04 or thereabouts, then you can start calling in again. Country music, is it king? And what in the hell happened to the Bowerly babes? Where are the women of Bowerly? Where have you gone why hath thou forsaken me 803-0930 star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN I'd say it in Aramaic but people would think I was being blasphemous on News Radio 930 WBEN